Section 24 of The Memorable Thoughts of Socrates by Xenophon. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Darren Beckham, Topeka, Kansas. The Memorable Thoughts of Socrates by Xenophon. Translated by Edward Bish. Book 3, Chapter 7. Socrates persuadeth Carmides, a person of merit and great capacity, but very modest and diffident of himself, to undertake the government of the Republic. As Socrates, who is ever watchful for the interests of his country, and consulted to the good of every one with whom he conversed, took care, on the one hand, to dissuade persons who had no capacity for it, however bent they were upon the thing, from entering upon any offices of trust, so he was ever mindful on the other to persuade those that were bashful and diffident to take upon themselves the government of the republic, provided he knew they had proper talents and abilities for it. In confirmation whereof, we shall here relate a conversation of his with Carmides, the son of Glaucon. Socrates, who knew him to be a man of sense and merit, and more capable to govern the republic than any that were in that post, but withal a person very diffident of himself, one that had dreaded the people, and was mightily averse, from engaging himself in public business, addressed himself to him in this manner. Tell me, Carmides, if you knew any man who could gain the prizes in the public games, and by that means render himself illustrious, and acquire glory to his country, what would you say of him if he refused to offer himself to the combat? I would say, answered Carmides, that he was a mean-spirited, effeminate fellow. And if a man were capable of governing a republic, of increasing its power by his advices, and of raising himself by this means to a high degree of honor, would you not brand him likewise with meanness of soul if he would not present himself to be employed? Perhaps I might, said Carmides, but why do you ask me this question? Because you are capable, replied Socrates, of managing the affairs of the republic, and yet you avoid doing so, though in the quality of a citizen you are obliged to take care of the commonwealth. And wherein have you observed this capacity in me? When I have seen you in conversation with the ministers of state, answered Socrates, for if they impart any affairs to you, I see you give them good advice. And when they commit any errors, you make them judicious remonstrances. But there is a very great difference, my dear Socrates, replied Carmides, between discoursing in private and contending in a public manner before the people. And yet, replied Socrates, a skillful arithmetician can calculate as well in presence of several persons as when alone and they who can play well upon the lute in their closets play likewise well in company. But you know, said Carmides, the fear and shame which are so natural to man affect us more in public assemblies than in private companies. Is it possible, said Socrates, that you can converse so unconcernedly with men of parts and authority, and that you should not have assurance enough to speak to fools? Are you afraid to present yourself before dyers, shoemakers, masons, smiths, laborers, and brokers? for of such are composed the popular assemblies. This is the same thing to be the most expert in a fencing school, and to fear the thrust of an unskillful person who never handled a foil. Thus you, those you speak boldly in the presence of chief men of the Republic, among whom there are, might perhaps be found some who would despise you, dare not, nevertheless, speak in the presence of an illiterate multitude, who know nothing of the affairs of state, and who are not capable of despising you, and you fear to be laughed at by them. Do they not usually, said Carmides, laugh at those who speak best? 
So likewise said Socrates, Do the men of quality, with whom you converse every day, and I am surprised that you have eloquence and persuasive sense sufficient to bring these to reason, and that you think not yourself capable even to approach the others. Learn to know yourself better, Carmides, and take care not to fall into a fault that is almost general. For all men inquire curiously enough into the affairs of others, but they never enter into their own bosoms to examine themselves as they ought. Be no longer, then, thus negligent in this manner. Consider yourself with more attention, and let not slip the occasions of serving the Republic, and of rendering it, if possible, more flourishing than it is. This will be a blessing, whose influence will descend not only on the other citizens, but on your best friends and yourself. End of section 24. Recording by Darren Beckham, Topeka, Kansas.